Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. The Daily Combat Podcast is brought to you as always by Olympic hopeful turned boxer and all-round sporting polymath Isabella Rossitano, arm wrestling influencer Hollywood Matt Connolly, and combat sports ring announcer Dave Stockbridge. So join Izzy, Dave, and Matt as we talk about the world of combat sports on this episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. This is my first time doing an introduction <laughs> and I'm feeling uh, like I'm going to start that again. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Too late, I'm ready for that one. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Ooh. the Daily Combat Podcast. I am joined here today by two extraordinary arm wrestlers. We have Matt Hollywood Connolly, um, he ha- indeed has an arm that he is showing you right now. I believe he actually has two. That is oh. a split bicep. Another man it? with yeah. two arms to my right <laughs> is Dave Stockbridge, the man with a gavel. <clears throat> and uh, today we will be talking about all things. And who are you? Oh, I'm myself. Yes. Hello, my name is Izzy. It's a pleasure to be here. The woman that requires no introduction. <laughs> I don't know how to introduce myself. I've never had to do it before. Give yourself the full like pump up. Like you know, if you had to, I'm like if so you... bad. Yeah. Yes. Injured yeah. a stone. Hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean. I make medicine Whoa. sick. I'm bad, man. Yeah. I'm fast. Right. Turn off the I'm light. Fast. You're in bed before the, the room, room went turned dark. <laughs> <laughs> I done rustled with a uh, whale. 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 Yeah. I done tussled with an alligator. <laughs> you ran a 70 kilometer Mickey Rourke I before ran you came in. And Mickey walked 70Ks. Yeah. So, what was that for? That was an army thing. It uh, was. It was. That was for um, last year. I was very, very lucky, very lucky mm. um, to have the experience of uh, a mock SAS selection. So, yeah. torture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's it was very great. Very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Yes. The things that we did and uh, the things that I got to do are things that I never could have imagined myself doing. Yeah. Mm. And it's also really kind of um, all things illegal in any other workplace. <laughs> I imagine. Like you can't yes. do that to employees. Yeah. Yes. By the way. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like we had to sign yeah death waivers and all that. Did was, you really? Did you I actually? I was prepared to die. Wow. You, yes. you were. I'm pretty sure death was on there. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Well. Just quite a past that bit. Maybe there was death. There. <laughs> it might have been. Huh? You know, I'm pretty sure that there was like definitely serious, like gr- grievous body wow. harm. Was, was there any kind of like um, medical? Like, did they put you through a medical for that? And so, just make sure not that everyone you... passed that. Either. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There was like there was a fitness test and there was a medical. The fitness test we did was the same one that hmm. special forces. Did. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool to know mm. like how you tee up and that sort of thing. And yeah. What, yeah. what, what was the what was the fitness test? What do you have to do? Uh, so for us, it was the beep test, which mm. is traditional. I hate the beep test, yes. Mm. Yeah, the good old beep test, push up test, <laughs> max max oh, max push ups. <laughs> max max push ups in two minutes. Yeah. Uh, max. What, what was yours? What was yours? Oh, that's a good one. I can't remember. Eight thousand. Thirty eight. I think it was sixty. <laughs> no, you know, it has to be more than sixty five. Uh, hmm. Really? Really? No, that, that's a lot. That's I think it was sixty five. That's be more than I've done this year. Sixty five in a minute. Two minutes. In two minutes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. That's not... Oh. 
Plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. That's awesome. That is a lot. Yeah. And without break? So you're just yeah. going for the two no, minutes? Yeah, yeah, you can't. There was a certain rest. You couldn't relax and just flex in the mirror or anything like that, no, like no, halfway no. through? Just no, no, there was a certain <laughs> resting position. Let me make the most of this pump. It's fully extended and then it's down to a, a fist yeah, distance from like the that. ground. Is yeah, that it's very yeah. specific. And that's what I like about those tests is I think if you're going to test yourself in any way, especially with my athletes, especially... Especially for my athletes, it's about keeping consistent. Because, mm. for example, if I do – when I do – if I'm going to test myself with push-ups, I'm all, always doing a cadence. That's mm. how I'm doing it. Because mm. I know I could mm. easily pump out, like, double mm. if I'm doing technique that's dubious or mm. not, you know, not not the best. That but if I'm be doing CrossFit-sanctioned, yes. for instance. Yeah, no, absolutely. Keeping, absolutely. keeping push-ups. Keeping, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for, and for, and for my pull-ups, it's, that's entirely the case as well. <laughs> Were, yeah. you, were you allowed to keep in your pull up or not? No, no. no. Oh, really? I yeah. Think I might have been the only chick who could do. Pull-ups. And 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 wow. yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, and, I'm pretty and, sure I was. Yeah. And and you, so that's a, a pull up. So that's that overhand yep. grip, yep. Um, thumb underneath or over the top. Uh, thumb thumb oh, underneath. My, thumb, my thumbs underneath. Your thumb no, underneath. There was no detail and on that, but it was just overhand. Grip. And and so from a dead very to specific. up. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the guy I had was ex army. He was very specific. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and. So I mean, he, he he discounted. So it was quite funny because we we had a little uh, wouldn't went to say it was an argument, but I was saying <laughs> there was a there was a um, discussion a discussion about <laughs> how many reps I got. So that's why uh-huh. I can't remember if it was sixty five or seventy five. But I'm going to say it was probably sixty five in the push up uh-huh. in the push ups mm. because I filmed it because I wanted to make mm. a video because actually the production asked me to do a video wrap up, uh-huh. um, which I, I never got around to doing. But I did post the <laughs> the whole push up video without much editing. Mm. Right. Um, and was it just you doing push ups, just me doing push ups oh. for two minutes straight. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, well, but luckily I had that because in my head I'm counting and I knew I'd failed a few reps. Like they didn't go quite mm. down far enough, or mm. they, my arms weren't extended right. So I knew I, I'd gotten the exact number that I had in my head, mm. and I'm like, no, trust me, I've done this. And he thought I was just one of those people that was just like, oh no, add an extra one. And I'm like, I'd mm. never do that. Yeah, integrity is huge to me, and especially what's the point in cheating yourself? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I knew I had that number. I'm like, what, what was the, what was the, what was the standard that you had to meet? I can't quite remember because it was it was like almost a whole year ago. But mm. it was I think it was oh sorry so sorry what was the minimum? Yeah. Mm. I've got no idea. They didn't. <laughs> 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 no, sorry, I thought you meant the standard is in what was the technique required. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, well, I do know, I think for if you're actually going for the real army, yep. the special forces, off the top of my head, I think you're going to want at least 65. I've actually got it on my phone. Oh, cool. And, um, because so it, the lowest numbers for someone else who did the SFET was 32 push-ups. Uh, um, and the... You don't want those this people person, This person got 70... This person got 76... Wow, um, push ups, Rambo. Yeah. So it's around that. So like, so I think he's he. The lowest numbers, the highest numbers were a hundred. This is for someone who sat this. Mm. Uh, the mm. sat this quite the opposite to the yeah. intense activity. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. And yeah, and they got um, the lowest was as I said for that group of people was thirty two. But I, I'm not quite sure what the minimum is. Sorry, yeah, mm. I don't know, know the answer to. But, it. Uh, you, uh, you a previous a previous guest, uh, Steve Maxwell, um, mm. would say that like as a benchmark twenty 
pull-ups is thought to be a very strong person. If you can yeah. do 20 pull-ups, uh, your own body weight, um, that's a, a very strong that's person. Very it used strong. to be the gold standard for the military. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, how many can you do? Uh, uh, Izzy. Yeah. I'll go with Izzy. And then go with Izzy first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can maybe add to Then I'll go one above. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that. Well, actually, I'll be real. I'm, uh, I'm pretty private about my, my max numbers oh, yeah. unless, unless we're talking bench press because I do feel... Because you can cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you, I'm expensive for any day of the week, but at the moment, until I reach a certain number, I'm going to keep my my chin ups. Well, well, let's say, um, what, what's your aspirational number? What What do you my think is a achievable? Let me just check the max that was done for this person. I reckon if the max this person saw was 16, I I'm pull that's, ups. That's very achievable. Yeah, cadence pull ups. I yep. I would want my. I would feel. I would feel pretty undefeatable if I could do like if I could do 20 cadence pull-ups mm. I would feel re- body weight military standard cadence there was pull-ups. a period when your Instagram was just filled just with you yeah. doing pull-ups yes yeah yeah that was that's pretty like I've been I'm pretty confident like not confident so I'm doing quite well with my pull-ups at the moment yes yeah. uh it's been a long journey like I remember yeah like it's quite funny because I remember when I was like you know 14 or 15 I'm like I really want to do a pull-up mm. we've got really old like uh kid equipment in our backyard from when you know me and all my siblings were growing up and there's a metal bar that used to have a swing on it it's still just hanging on like it's still <laughs> just got a bit of strength in it so that i can you know it's it's you know me standing with my arms up it's quite short mm-hmm. um but i can still practice my pull-up so that's where i and obviously i was shorter back then but that's where i did my first pull-up and i, I would just hang off it and i did negatives and that's mm. when i i just remember how long it took me to do one but when I'm at the gym and I'm doing my pull-ups, which obviously I've been doing now for a decade, you know, because yeah. I taught myself how to do one when I was 15 because I really wanted to do one. Mm. You know, it's um, it's funny the feedback I do get. I'm very grateful for that. But it does also kind of surprise me. I guess a lot of women, like, maybe put that limit on themselves. Mm. Yeah. You know, thinking, oh, well, it's not the status quo for me to be able to do a pull-up, you know. Mm. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, so in terms of where where would I like to go, that's a really good question. I think I would feel so happy mm. if I could do 20 and then up after doing that benchmark, then four, who knows, like, you know. I mean, if I did 30, Jesus, then I'd be, oh, that to me would feel pretty yeah, cool, but I don't amazing. know. My but right shoulder from canoeing is, you know, something I'm looking to strengthen right now. There, there's yeah. a, a very impressive uh, cinematic moment where Sarah Connor in the Terminator yeah. movie is uh, doing a pull-up. And, really? And I think I it might be yeah. might be the only yeah. pull-up in cinematic, female <laughs> pull-up <laughs> in cinematic history. Yeah. But I just remember how impressed I was yeah. at, at Sarah Connor's physicality yeah. and, and um, how much my in, in talking about that moment later with my wife or seeing it, it watching the movie with her how impressive it was to her mm. and how inspirational it was and it became a thing of like yeah like you're you're a beast if you mm. can do a pull up you yeah. know if you're a female and it was like wow and it was almost like the the doors had opened for females to yeah. uh, to pursue this uh, you know th- this exercise in, yeah absolutely yeah. no you're right yeah it was one of the first sort of female um sort of uh, roles where it was like that muscularity or that uh, fitness. Physicality, yeah. yeah was sure. an important factor mm. for her character and it was such a stark... She was a physically tough woman. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and it's such a stark contrast to the first film where mm. she was, you know, the, I guess in a way, the defenceless lady that Little needed the, somebody... The classic. To, 
Yeah, yeah. It's needed somebody yeah. to come and, and save her and protect her and look after her. And, like, the first scene you see of her is... Yeah. It's like, well, she don't need no protecting from That's anyone. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, you better fucking watch out. That's epic. Still pull up. I love that. That's what yeah. was so, such a, an awesome yeah. moment for her character development, you know, for Sarah Connor to go from that first film where it was like, you know, she was the, the person that needed assistance, needed somebody mm. to look after, help her. Uh, and then you've got uh, the second film that came out, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 years later or something, and yeah. it was like your first moment of seeing her, it's like, oh, Jesus, she's what? changed completely. <laughs> like she's like, she knows how to look after herself. She's yeah. taking this seriously and she so, knows how to fire weapons uh, and she's been training like nonstop. So. And, and it's interesting because if, if you were directing that movie, there would have, and you've got to think of a way that in a moment you had to communicate that a woman was physically empowered. Yeah. Uh, what an interesting way to do it because it, I, from my memory I can't think of any other time in cinema where that that's occurred before mm. uh, but how immediately impressive yeah you know, you just got this three quarter view of the back you yeah. can see she's pulling up of her, of her own volition and, and 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 it's like a it's just one positive movement from memory as well it's just like yeah. and then she drops and you go Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, okay. I have to watch that. Yeah. Linda, yeah. Hamilton, Linda Hamilton and Lin- uh, Linda Hamilton. yeah, and yeah. then she, uh, she, you know, escapes um, the mental institution or attempts to uh, beating up the, the beating the crap out of the, uh, the out of security. everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but funny in that terrible film, time to be a henchman. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, hey, when's a good time to be yeah. a henchman? <laughs> um, but so she, uh, in that film, um, she has a twin sister in real life and mm. they were doing a scene uh, which actually ended up getting cut from the cinematic release mm. uh, where um, they had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator and he, you've seen Terminator 2, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a scene where they... There's a movie called Terminator. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, have you he heard of He plays a robot. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's where the, this yeah. is line is from. So anyway, but in this scene, um, they they cut a section of his head. They drill into it. Uh, obviously, it's it's film, so you know whatever. But um, and then to <laughs> to take out, yeah, well, uh, and then uh, they pull out the the CPU to reset it and put it back in. But to film that. Um, because they wanted to do it in a certain angle, they needed like yeah, to cut his skull away. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why he speaks the way he speaks. No, um, <laughs> but it was a mirror. So the image that they wanted to create in that scene. So J- Jim Cameron, who was the director, um, he wanted to have the shot from behind. So you would see Arnold sitting here, and then Arnold there, like as a mirror image. But obviously, you can't drill into somebody's head. Like so, they would have the the fake body double like you know an animatronic thing here yeah. and then they had Arnold sitting there facing the camera so it, but his movement and his positioning matched the dummy he didn't have to move so that was fine but then they had uh, Sarah Connor who had to move around and do stuff and that was like he couldn't figure out how, to, how he was going to do this scene he was going to cut this scene because he's like I don't know how I'm going to film it uh, and then she says well, you know I've got a twin sister and he's like what and, <laughs> yeah so they they went through and they coordinated their movements so oh. in uh, you can see it's in the director's car or whatever but so they've got this scene where they are they're they're moving and it, it's shot from one angle and it's like they have synced up their movements as to what they're going to do so it looks like 
it's in a mirror, but oh, it's actually two different cool. people. But it cool. just happened to be lucky enough that she had a twin sister Far. that they could Sisters use for that. The gig. Yeah. And, and what was her pull-ups like? It was well, she probably, <laughs> I think she had to wear a jacket or something okay. because obviously Linda would have looked <laughs> quite a lot buffer than... Uh, well, they, they got married after that. Uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton and her sister? And, no, oh. yeah. That's, that's like. right. No, um, Linda Hamilton and Jim, uh, Jim Cameron. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, well, and, and how did that yeah. end? Yeah. It ended badly. It ended badly. Oh, well... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was hoping for a happy ending. Yeah. Me too. So I always am. I was happy for a little while. Okay, that's something really bad. <laughs> 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 cut that out. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, so, so that, that's what I was saying. Right? Anyway. So, yeah, but um, maybe but Sigourney Weaver in, in Aliens, she was uh, maybe a fati- female league protagonist that was uh, quite strong, um, brave, uh, you know, proficient but, with weapons. Yeah. Before, maybe. was that before or after? That would be before, but I don't recall any pull-ups as yeah. a result of any of that, though. So, but uh, but, but it, it was just interesting that, uh, <laughs> that of, of James Cameron's creative genius, mm. of all the things that he thought to denote uh, feminine masculinity yeah. by... Um, and feminine uh, physical empowerment mm. with uh, was a negative pull up. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Like, uh, I've got to say, just doing it, like, especially, you know, having travelled a lot for sport, so been given the opportunity to train in different gyms, like in different cultures and all of that, it has been something that, you know, I do notice, you know, I'll get comments about it or, you know, even just looks and I'm like, this is so funny because to me it's so. So simple, which reminds me of when um, I, I was just, you know, sometimes I like doing pull-ups in different locations. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. And, um, just so other people these can are probably, see. Yeah, these are probably <laughs> – Middle of I'm a bit of a show-off. No, no. <laughs> um, I like training, okay? Um, no, there's um, probably my two, two funny pull-up stories would be uh, at the Old Sea and Vines Festival, mm. which was cancelled <laughs> due to – Drunk and disorderly behaviour, <laughs> yeah. and someone people were just hanging from the rafters uh, doing, doing pull ups. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. this is quite funny. So I saw, <laughs> no, I just saw a beam, right? And and you know, I hadn't been able to train because we had to be up early to catch the bus to go to this. And this is my first ever wine tour, mm-hmm. and my friends convinced me to come. You know, I don't as an athlete don't drink that much usually. You know, there's a bottle of scotch on the just table. Don't get any ideas. Just want a day. Just want a day. Just the the blood. The pain away. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> bad memories. They, can, exactly. they return. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I see this wooden, this wooden beam. All right. So I'm at this this winery with my mate, and I see this really nice looking <laughs> beam. And I'm like, damn, it looks like a good beam. Like I reckon I could do a really nice pull up off that. Like sometimes you look at things. Like in this room, there's absolutely nothing. Um, no but, inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> But sometimes you look at some things and you think, God, I'd love to try oh, doing a pull-up from that. You know, really. Yeah, can I? Mm. I wonder can what I? the grip's mm. like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder what it feels like. I yeah. wonder what muscles are going to work. How, you know, how Am I, I going to get splinters? Mm. Yeah, I think I did get a splinter on that <laughs> one. Anyway, anyway, so there's even like your classic, you know, your classic picnic style table there. So I stand mm. on that and I go to do a pull-up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, how many wines was this after? <laughs> Just Who knows? This was okay. cancelled, uh, so, drunk and disorderly. Maybe. So, my friend is filming, right? So, if you imagine this, just picture this. So, this is a wine festival. You're probably dressed according... So, you're not really in gym gear, I'm guessing. No, I was wearing a jumpsuit, though. So, pretty oh. appropriate for working okay. out. Okay, ah. nice. Pretty appropriate for nice. Jumpsuit. Always wow. ready, Was this the 80s? Always ready. ready. <laughs> 
Was it the 80s? And were Fuck you. Off, Matt, I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Were you starring in a Mark Wahlberg uh, film clip? <laughs> don't even talk to me about Mark Wahlberg right now. We won't go into the fact that I got paid to live for 24 hours as Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, Did you? What? Yes. What? What is That's this? Why I got Every time here. we talk to you, you reveal some layer of some. That was probably the funniest job I ever had. What? What? You can't just skip over that. Yeah, no, no, we gotta go. We gotta come back to it. No, to we're not stuff. circling back. Okay, right, let me tell you about this job I had once. Anything I, could happen. I had a job okay. where I was scouted, uh-huh. and the job was so 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 you were scouted. Explain to the kids. So as scouts, the somebody's kids. come to you. Someone out of sent me this message <laughs> <laughs> All the kids from an watching. anonymous. No, no, no. <laughs> so so basically, there was it's a pretty big company called VTRND, and okay. they do some of the really big videos that you see on Snapchat and YouTube. Mm. So things like you know, I live twenty four hours like this person. Oh, but before they did that series, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like, you know, meet this bodybuilder, the world's the world's strongest guy, the world's strongest female, blah, blah, blah. Mm. They do those, the, those, mm, yeah. those sort of videos, you know, those quick bit things that you see come up on social media. Yeah, right? Quick so entertaining content videos. content creators and, yeah. Yep. And uh, basically the job was that you didn't know who you were going to live like, <laughs> but you were going to get paid Ooh. to live. Yeah, that was the bit that got me. Yeah. Um, to spend 24 hours... To the to the dot mm. of a famous person, with a catch that you don't know who it is until the day before when a box of goods arrives that you'll mm. be using when you live like that person. Okay. Oh. And I can't remember when I found out, but <laughs> I think it was probably the yeah, obviously like the day before because you had to obviously plan a bit what you were going to do. I yeah. had Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and I had no idea much about Mark Wahlberg yeah. other than Ted. Mm. Right, and um, he's a dedicated Catholic. As oh, as absolutely! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, and then the box of food from like Woolworths arrived, and it was like protein shake oh, of yeah. protein <laughs> turkey. Now the the I'll, I'll just summarize the most interesting things of living like Mark Wahlberg. Oh, so they they knew what his diet was, and so everything were, they they gave okay. So everything. You, so I was supplied everything, and I also and but it was so clothes. much effort for me. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Just a singlet. Um, yeah, and um, <laughs> singlet shorts. And yeah, and I, you know, I put a lot of effort into carrying this bloody tripod everywhere. My friend uh, Josh Matitsi of Matitsi um, Strength and Conditioning, he mm-hmm. um, or fitness, you know, he is a great coach, and he let me film at his gym. And then also minus one one zero Adelaide Cryotherapy helped me out for the cryotherapy session. That big shout out to those guys. Yeah. yeah, shout out to them. And. Um, it was just a. In, he wakes up. It was very early. I can't remember if it was three or four. Then it was meditation. Then the funniest thing was he has a really, really long, like second shower. Like his first shower is like twenty minutes, but the second shower, which is after the first workout of four workouts, <laughs> wow. is like an hour, right? Wow. And I couldn't work out to myself. I'm like, how does one spend an hour in the shower? But yeah. then I worked it out. These celebrities don't have showers like we do. Oh. They have shower rooms. Oh. Where one can sit, oh. you know, like kind of like you hang out, like in a sauna. So yeah. that's probably what he was doing, like right. reading books or whatever. I don't yeah. know, expanding his po- ever expanding yeah. brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to continue going into detail about this now because I want to share this in the hope that Mark Wahlberg might see this one day and sponsor me unlimited burgers at his new oh. opening Wahlburgers chain Wahlburgers. in Australia. It's for the soon. fact that I spent 24 hours living like him mm. to the T, and yeah. they didn't end up using the footage. Oh, are you serious? It, what is, what is, is he, that with is you? He, would you, you be prepared to times. eat Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> burgers for 24 hours <laughs> on the hour? <laughs> sure. just, just Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I would just you heard walk it here. 200 Mark kilometers. Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Marky Mark. 
Wahlberg yeah. is. Oh, he doesn't he like that. So, oh. oh, he doesn't like that. You've oh, sorry, you've we'll ruined, you've ruined the chance. You're gonna have to we'll take, take it out. <laughs> Why doesn't he like that? It? It's from when he was like Mark, Marky Mark was the but Marky Mark and the Funky like Bunch. Was the Funky Bunch? What's wrong with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? He's got nostalgia now. And it was the Good Vibrations era. Yeah, what's wrong with this? He doesn't like it. Are you sure? Okay, all right, we're gonna have to cut that out, Mark Wahlberg. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe he's reconciled with it. You know, we we all go through that stuff. Oh. <laughs> okay. You're going to get sponsored. Yeah. I'm going to send this to him via DM. Anyway, yeah. um, so. It's Marky Mark at uh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, what else? I just got to say a shout out to Mark Wahlberg. Now, okay. I don't know if he's going to offer this combo on the menu, but I think he should because it blew my mind. Mm. Huh. So, for one of his meals, then turkey tenderloins mm. alone mm. with a chocolate protein shake. Oh, that sounds good. I myself was not sure how this would taste, but together it just worked. It oh, really, really yeah. worked. Yeah. It really was so good. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to eat this more often. Oh. And have you eaten it since? <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps, because I'm just a poor athlete, perhaps if I was yeah. sponsored by Wahlburgers yeah. when they come yeah. to Australia. Maybe yeah. they've got chicken tenderloins on the menu. They could. They sh- mm. He should have turkey tenderloins because... I made that and I was like, damn, this is surprisingly good. He could get uh, Schwarzenegger to, to co-promote with him and then he could have a sandwich called the Steak and Egger. <laughs> <laughs> Should be working in marketing, Matt. <laughs> all, right, all right, let me wrap this one up. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was a pretty intense day. Lots of working out. Huge game of golf. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, it was quite similar. It was interesting. Like It was pretty similar to how I live. <laughs> Pretty much the same, yeah. Aside from the golf, the cryotherapy, the additional meals. The one-hour shower. The uh, one-hour shower, the lots of protein, the getting up at like 3 or 4 a.m., the long time spent on meditation. Aside from all of that, I mean, I do do some of those things, but not to that extent. Mm -hmm. You know, the meditation, very short, grateful moments in the morning and evening. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, so for that, um, uh, it was a good experience and I felt like – you know, I did it. It's really interesting when you, when you you kind of live to a routine of somebody or somebody else's routine who's highly successful, highly productive, and and they do definitely have their little idiosyncrasies. But did what did you get out of the meditation and the long showers? And it seems he's giving himself a lot of time to think. I didn't do the one hour shower because I couldn't. You couldn't do it with the water. Your fingers you know, get I was like, funny yeah, no, stuff. no. I I think I like I may have tried to have, to have a bath or something, <laughs> but I couldn't do that level of time. Yeah. Um, I, what did I make Maybe it's it? why it's so small. Because mm. it <laughs> shrinks. He, he would actually be taller. If he... um, yeah, it was, I think, oh, I, I think it was surprising to me how similar, when I first read it, I was like, oh, these are all things that I do. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. And obviously, like, he had, like, perhaps some more time spent on those things that would bring peace to your mind or whatever. And I guess I'm not at that stage yet where, you know, obviously I do not have the the finances or I'm not complete in my study and other things that I could allow myself that time. Mm. Um, There's a great question for um, everyone when it comes to time management that the um, the sports development program I did had. And it was if you had one extra day in the week, what would you spend it Mm. doing? Or if you had an extra hour in every day, for me, I would spend that time with friends and family and doing the most, uh, doing nothing. That's how mm. I would spend that if, if I If you had, had that. that extra hour. And, yeah, yeah, so I guess him waking up early, he's kind of got almost that, that time hour. for, but he does spend a lot of time, like, you know, doing the golf. And he's got also got heaps of time there for his family. Like, he made, I think it was picking up the kids or something. I'm not sure. 
Um, and you know, there was that time to do that. So I guess that was, it was pretty interesting and I would, I would, you know, if I had the opportunity, if I was getting paid to do it, I'd definitely do it for other people. And they didn't, so you went through this whole thing, this, this whole horrible Marky Mark experience. <laughs> it was very, it was very intense up though. It was pretty morning, intense. It was a huge day. Turkey protein. Which, and and also all the it. businesses, the local oh, businesses I got involved. Again, shout out to Josh Matitsi and minus one one zero cryotherapy and whoever else got involved. <laughs> I think it was just those two people. Oh, the golf club, North Adelaide Golf Club. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but it but it was very intensive. And yeah, I think what happened was probably I had so much footage. Maybe the other people didn't, were better at cutting but i sent i sent like almost 24 hours of footage wow so that was probably it yeah my favorite thing was like a month later i was like oh hey Maybe. guys i was just wondering how things are going she's like oh yeah i was like do you did you get all the footage like did it upload pro- properly and the lady was like hi isabella yes we've got all the footage thank you yeah. <laughs> oh, i was Maybe also they- worried like did i film something oh. like that wasn't meant to be in there or something yeah, like did something make it in all the footage yeah i know yeah. i'm like something <laughs> Make it in. One hour shower. So that was my life as Mark Wahlberg. So, dear Mr. Wahlberg, from the bottom of my heart, if you hear this, it would be nothing but, you know, it would fill my whole life with joy and nothing but appreciation for you if you were to offer me a lifelong sponsorship of Wahlbergers mm. as I feel like, you know, my payment for the 24 hours I spent mm. living your life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like a pretty well, good, or at least a, a meal day. deal. No, it was. Pretty, yeah. yeah, it does sound right. Like, yeah. well, it was a pretty good job out of all the jobs yeah. I had. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were going to pick a celebrity, like that sounds pretty good. You know, yeah. what, 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 did you find out what some of the other people did? I didn't, but it uh, when. I saw something on Instagram and it was like Wahlburgers coming to Australia and then I looked up 24 hours as Mark Wahlberg mm. and a few people have done it. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, so I thought, yeah, I mean, legally this company owns the footage of me doing it but yeah. I think it would be it would be maybe a great experiment to, to, to do this if mm. someone had the time and the finances. Um, this book I'm reading by, I think it's Jim Quick, uh, Limitless, is again talking about those things. Like it, well, His focus is more on the limits we place on ourselves. Mm-hmm. But in it, he mentions, you know, obviously the power of routine, routine and things that, things that unite people who have great success in mm. the areas that they pursue. Yeah. And routine is undeniably a huge thing. And there's another book I really want to read called Atomic Habits, which you may have heard of already that I'm really keen to read. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, again, talking about routine. And it'd be something we should we should talk about routine. Routine mm. routine's a really interesting thing to me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if we should do a whole podcast on that. If not routine now, and ritual. Because I feel like we'll yeah. talk forever. Well, the, I would think that if somebody was <laughs> to going to do... Calls. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if somebody Let's got... talk about... Routine. Anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if if somebody got that task and they're like, you got to live like Isabella Rossitano for a day. I think that you would be doing a lot of similar things. You know, yeah. I mean, you're, you, yeah. you're doing all sorts of challenges and all yeah. sorts of crazy, you know, yeah. uh, adventurous things all the yeah. time, which yeah. is amazing. It's like every time we talk to you, you reveal these like, you know, the insane <laughs> things that you've done. And it's like <laughs> no one else has I done these things. I get this feedback things. a lot. A it's lot great. Of, I think yes. it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I liken it to if you, if I'd met somebody down at the pub and it, and it wasn't <laughs> you and it was just a dude and they were telling me, oh, yeah. Did seventy k's yesterday, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then the next minute, yeah, and I lived twenty four hours as Marky Mark. Yeah. 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 
Oh, yeah, did you, mate? Yeah. Right, I okay. actually think people who I've just met have definitely thought that about me. A hundred percent. I know it. I know it. I can tell when someone's thinking. I can see it in their face. I've had that a few times. Like, yeah, it's it's that look. They're like, no, I do not believe this girl does this stuff. And yeah. it's quite funny because on the and then they're just nice to you, just yeah. hoping you'll go away. Yeah. And then on the opposite on the opposite spectrum, it's the people who know me who are like, what are you doing now? Like the messages I get when friends want to catch up. Like, you know, what if, what are you doing? Like, what where are you in the world? <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's pretty funny. It's well, that's it. I mean, we've been trying to nail you down to get you back on the show for about six months. And wow. it's like, where are you now? I'm in New Zealand. Oh, I'm over here. I'm doing this. I'm doing I'm shark picking, diving. Mate. I'm in isolation. Mango picking. Mango like, Life is I'm so short. I'm fighting the bear tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would so. like to fight a bear, but I don't okay. want to hurt the bear. Yeah, no, the bear well, that yeah. had done some injustice to the world. Right. Yeah, maybe if you can find a, uh, like a, a dictator. A criminal a bad, bear. No, yeah. no, no. Bad bear. A yeah. bad bear. A bear bad bear. Um, a malicious bear. K- Khabib Nurmagomedov, um, <laughs> which is a hard word to say. Um, Very difficult. Two, two sounds there. But, and um, an even harder, harder bear to fight. It is. It is. Uh, so he used to wrestle bears. <laughs> yes. In uh, Kazakhstan. Oh, not Kazakhstan. Uh, Dagestan. You know Dagestan. 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 You yeah. guys with your knowledge. That's right. Dagestani region. There is him, uh, a video of him uh, being reunited with the bear that he used to wrestle. Oh, and, really? And having another wrestle with him. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But it's a very Gentle, friendly, friendly. You know, obviously the bear doesn't know really what's going on. And he's, yeah. But the funny moment of that video was, you know, they went for maybe, I don't know, a minute and, you know, Khabib's sort of moving him around, whatever. Uh, but then when Khabib separates, he goes for the, like, high five. <laughs> <laughs> high five the bear. Like the, the bear understands. Like, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, what? <laughs> 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 he must be so used to doing that with his training partners that he started automatically. It's like, funny. you do realise that's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> but the bear's just like, yeah, right. Still going, Are we still wrestling? What's going on? Am I supposed to eat you now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, your challenges that you've done, it's crazy. It, it, it's like every time we talk to you, it's... The, it and is. I still don't know what you actually did. You went... You went, <laughs> I want to get the timeline right. All right, all right. Let's let's try SAS and piece Australia. SAS. Yes. SAS Hell Week. Uh, hang on, you. Yes, that yes. happened. Did that? We we yes. can confirm that was on TV. Right? It's, 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 it's out there. It's been out there. It's out. You there. were on the show and it was there. Yeah, with Aunt Middleton. No, no, and Middleton. yes, right. So yeah. then from there you went. Yeah. You went. Oh, it's your boyfriend times. now. Okay. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I, I never really fully understood that phrase. It's just like I have a soft, a soft, soft spot, spot for someone, mm, soft and spot. I would describe that as a soft spot for mm. Anne because it's like you know I just see him as like a mentor. Mm. You know, like mm. real, like kind of father figure, but also almost like a brother figure as mm. well. Like just someone so like I felt when we communicated, and like especially towards the end and after. You know, at the very end, um, I could tell that he kind of knew who I was. Mm. He knew I would never give up mm. and he admired that. And awesome. that and that communication was just like, you've done a good job. Oh. And to hear that and to hear someone like him tell me that I'm strong, yeah. that's what's changed to me my life. Like I know, you know, a lot of people, you know, we shouldn't throw around like that changed my life or this too much. But to me that did mm. because it was the first time I had someone – who I felt wasn't like, you know, a bias, mm. um, you know, I, and I, actually, you know, it's not a comment. As we talked to uh, a podcast before about, mm. you know, um, external validation and all that. And I would say that I don't get that a lot. Mm. I definitely haven't like growing up. I got none. Mm. Um, so to have someone 
look me in the face and say you were so strong, you yeah. know, and to have that person be Aunt Middleton and Billy Billingham. Sorry, Birmingham or Billingham? That's Billingham, I think. I always mm. get confused. Um, you know, the, they cut the interrogation scene, but we discussed my sport and my sports journey. And, you know, I had both of those guys tell me, you're, you're an athlete, that's what you're meant to do. You go back and you keep going and yeah. you are strong, as I said. And mm. that just blew me away because it was so like, I like, uh, I couldn't believe it. If mm. they think I'm strong, mm. then I must be. Yeah. And that's yeah. what gave me a fire and that's what brought it back for me. Uh, and I'm so grateful for that. And, yeah, in terms of, as I said, with, with Ant, like, uh, uh, at the end, you know, to have to have a hug from him, like, I definitely have a soft spot ah, for him. Absolutely, awesome. I do. Fantastic. Yeah, mm. and I would definitely encourage anyone to, you know, to get into, like, you know, find out what books he's written and read them or go and visit um, his tours in Australia. I probably unfortunately won't be able to make one, but I hope that um, people listening to this will because mm. he is an extraordinary individual. And when I read the book Limitless and even before that, there was uh, another book which came to mind that I read. Um, but I think he's one of those individuals that, you know, that's that understands that. And I think that's almost something like, you know, we're not scared of failure. Right. And I think maybe even, you know, you, you're the same and that's something which, yeah, that I felt like, yeah. yeah. And the best thing uh, um, a mutual friend said uh, the other day was uh, he thinks uh, that we're cut from the same cloth. Oh, that's said awesome. you, you and Ant look cool together, looks like you're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. And I thought, oh. Nice. Yeah, I smashed the rest of my workout after that. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. that was, uh, that, that was uh, for me... One of the easily one of the best things I've oh, ever done. Amazing. I'm so that's grateful for the, for the experience, and I can't believe I got to do that. Yeah, yeah. like it, climbing into a helicopter after jumping out of a speeding boat. Like who gets yeah. like? What the f- yeah, thank you, God for Channel Seven. Amazing, <laughs> it really is incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you get to do these opportunities and, and you. that you've taken taken it on and said I want to go and do as many things as yeah. I possibly can and enjoy life to yeah. its fullest Absolutely. and you're not going to let anything sort of hold you back or yeah. there's no yeah. obstacles to you know restrict you from doing these things uh and that's where you know you'll have so much more life experience um how, how old are you now 26 yeah so you know a, an average 26 year old compared to the stuff that you've done like it's just like well somebody might have got a job and you know they, they've been in that job for 10 years or something and now you know compared to the stuff that you've done and and the things that you've seen and the places you've been like mentally and the challenges mm. that you've faced it's just like it's chalk and cheese it's like yeah it's it's Thanks. crazy and it's great like i I'm a big admirer of, of yeah, everything that you do, that. and uh, and I love watching those uh, selection courses. Like mm. I, I go through, uh, yeah. you know, binges of it on yeah. on YouTube, yeah. and yeah. you know all Me the too. different sort of army stuff or the yeah. ranges, or, yeah. and seeing people push themselves to yeah. the absolute breaking point. Yep. Uh, and you, 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 that's where you really do find the people that have that certain strength of character and the ones that 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 melt away. And it's mm. like you know, the people that they are relying on in those positions of military where it's like you need to get the job done no matter what happens. If your leg falls off, whatever, you got to get the job done. No excuses. That's the job. Get it done. Like we are employing you to do that. So, you know, the people that are going through these courses or these difficult or adversity uh, moments and, you know, they're quitting or whatever, it's like, well, good, I'm glad you quit because we didn't want you in that position where we were relying on you to do something and you – we're going to quit. So, mm. you know, if you have that mindset of I'm never going to give up, 
that's the people that that uh, you know become the champions of the world. So. so, so what makes you is you want to push yourself to the point that you're going to be sick, to the point that you're going to cry, to the point that you think you can't go any further, to the point where you ache, to the point where you you're sore. What, what makes you want to do that? Great question, Dave. Uh, I think there are two things. I think I've got a because great... Because I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Why don't you? <laughs> because it will hurt. I feel like you push yourself professionally, actually, in, oh, that same, in a similar way. I would say maybe. you both do, Matt. I fucking Matt never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pushing himself in the da- same Dave way. Dave is very cagey about how hard he actually works, but yeah, he's, he's a champion. <laughs> I think you, I'd, I'd say you... I think everyone does certainly, like, perhaps... You know, but it, it, it is, it is a different thing because what you're doing, you, you're confronting your fears, but you're also <laughs> deliberately scared. pushing so yourself scared. beyond your, your – you're putting yourself in a position where you know you're going – most people when they put themselves to the test they uh, or, or they go to achieve something, they don't necessarily do so knowing that they're possibly putting themselves through something they might not be able to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in this situation, you don't necessarily know what's going to be thrown at you. You don't know, is it going to be a, a fear of heights? Is it going to mm-hmm. be a, a trapped underwater? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be just a sheer fatigue? And mm-hmm. um, is it going to be like a particular dangerous situation? Is it going to be a psychological uh, circumstance? Is it going to be claustrophobia? It, it, these are all the things that you, can, you were confronted with, and um, which are all very unique but one thing that they do have in common is is that it pushes you towards your fears as much as anything what what is it within you that makes you want to do that more than most people would ever want to uh well after doing it i'll just say like (laughs) after doing it it's become something that i feel like it's like necessary for my growth and at that each time i do that it grows so much why did I – why did it first start? Well, I'd say – well, I'd say it started ages ago. I'd say almost uh, when I was – I can't if – geez, it'd be like when I was probably like a teenager. Mm. Um, I think I want to see – seeing where your limits lie, as said before, gives you huge growth. Mm. That's huge to me. Mm. Secondary, since I was very young, I had a huge appreciation for life is so short and we don't know what could happen. Mm. So chasing an experience for me, like this cup, no, chasing, chasing an experience where um, if I were to go tomorrow, what would I have wanted to done to do today? Mm-hmm. You know, that's – so for me it's, yeah, half of, half of the things I'd want to do would be, uh, you know, absolute just trying to kill myself. Like <laughs> through physical challenge, like how long can I row for on a stationary ergo when I was – 16 I think it was I decided to see how long I could do that it went for 24 hours wow um you know it started really quite young I think it was even before that before that I went for a world record or maybe it was a bit after I went for a world record attempt for the heaviest weighted plank which I've got but unfortunately I didn't have the weights in a backpack so I didn't make the book like biggie it was very specific and I Mm. definitely won't do that again for the injury risk I would not be doing that again but I did a when I was, yeah, again, a teenager, I did 100, was it 100 kilos or something ridiculous like that as a weighted plank for a minute. Wow. wow. Yeah, and I've still got that. I'll have that footage on a laptop somewhere, mm. um, but it wasn't counted again because the weights weren't in a backpack, unfortunately. Mm. So silly. Yeah, yeah, so that was a bit disappointing. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I think that's it. And, and especially like, I mean, SAS... So it was kind of in your DNA young to challenge yourself 
physically. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I think, you know, like uh, even with one of my close friends, we were doing 100K relays at school. 50K relays would get up at, you know, had to get up at 6 a.m. to be part of this team. Um, so that started when I was in school. Um, and what's the, what's the furthest you may have run at one particular 70 time? 70Ks. Okay. <laughs> That was I just mean, to get here. <laughs> <laughs> that was like three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, that was the on podcast. the 22nd of December. I did 70Ks. My my goal, I think, was 50Ks or something. But why was it? Why did I go to 70? Something just... What? Why would I go to 70 specifically? I think, wasn't mm. it? There was a certain challenge with the army. That's right, that's right. It was the SAS challenge. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah like, why the hell would I do 70K? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes. So there's a uh, an association for um, ex-Special Forces members in Scotland that are running a challenge. Um, it was actually meant to be for January, but I decided I really wanted to do it because shark diving was cancelled. Mm. Uh, so I did it with no no preparation and probably lack of supplies. <laughs> Just as well for the sharks. Shit. Well, I mean, Let me fucking destroy those sharks. <laughs> the sharks are like, out. fucking thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what someone said. The sharks get scared. Because <laughs> I'm scared. Like, I'm scared. I'm scared, man. I'm scared. Like, <laughs> I did, uh, I'd say, like, since, as I said, it's been life-changing since, uh, since SAS because mm. it's like these things that I would do before, for example, like rowing or doing a weight challenge or something is nothing in comparison to jumping out of a speeding boat and climbing up a helicopter or doing a cat climb across mm. a 60 metre, you know, 60 metres up on a cliff face. Yeah. Mm. And I'm, ter- I'm scared of heights, you know, and that gave me the bravery to, on my birthday, I flew a plane, yeah. wow, which was in an insane experience. I actually did the full takeoff. Mm. Like, that was insane and unexpected. And how long yeah. did Again, you have to prepare for that? <laughs> Like one second, the guy's like, "All right, I'm going to get you to do the tank off today." Um, gonna, okay, sorry, that's not how he sounded. If he hears, this is <laughs> true. No, he's, like, he's like, "No, no." First of all, I was in the pilot seat, so I'm in the left. This guy's in co-pilot pilot seat. I'm right, and he's like, "All right." So we we've had plenty of time during a briefing that he could have told me I'd be doing the takeoff. <laughs> but we're on the runway, we're moving, we're moving, and I'm like, "Yeah, just getting ready for him to do the takeoff." And then he's like, "All right, so I want you to push push this to full power." He's no, he's like, "I'm going to get you to do the takeoff, all right?" And I'm like. Like in my head, I'm like, no. Like that's my inner dialogue is just nope. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I want you to push this to full power and then just bring back. A, I had a joystick. He's like, no, just bring this back. And I'm mm. like, <laughs> I like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. We're gonna die. I'm gonna die. Uh, and then, um, yep, took off into the air. Then he's like, right now, I want you to fly over here. And I'm like, no, you fly. <laughs> he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. And it's a very like aircraft. It's, Plenty of turbulence, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was just an insane experience. I would I would never have done that, I don't think, if I didn't go through SAS mm. and kind of working on my 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 feeling of being at a high level yeah. as a human. Showing what you're capable of. And that's yeah. that's one of the things that mm. I love about seeing those those things where people like they call it a crucible, like you're going through mm. your crucible moment of you actually find out how strong you are or how much you can push, and it's so much further than people think that they're capable of, and they want to quit, you know, fifty times before they actually. It's like, well, you're still there, you're still going, you're st- you've made it this far, like just keep going, like you're almost there, and it's like, wow, you know, they say in the SAS Australia selection course, um, I think in the third stage of it, they they do the happy wanderer section where they've got a sort That's of. That's kind of why I did the seventy k as well. Right. Like it's good practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, this three 
different stages with the selection course um, in the traditional sense. But the third and the final section is the is they sort of send you out on your own. They give you um, five mountains that you have to scale, get mm. to the top of, you meet the uh, you know, commanding instructor up there and check in with him and then you get on to the next one and they're hundreds of kilometres apart, you know, wow. in the middle of, um, say, Western Australia somewhere. Mm. And it's like you get up to the top and the commander's like, okay, uh, on to your next one. Where you mm. go? Right, and, and no feedback on how you're going. Yeah. Oh, so wow. you don't know how you're going. Yeah. So you might pace yourself incorrectly. Yeah. Um, you're on, you're, you know, you've got your huge pack with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you've got your rations. So you've got mm. a ration. You know. Yeah. Don't know how I'd go with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, I found it quite interesting because doing my 70K, which was incredibly painful after about 50K. Mm. Um, so my, that's when my knee went. Um, my, I was taking my shoes off. I would try and set, my, set myself distances. But the whole time I was thinking about Happy Wanderer yeah, yeah. and how would I go on that and how would that be. Um, one thing I thought was when I got towards the end and I was going into through the city, kind of Anzac Highway, mm. there was a lot of traffic lights and they were annoying me because I was like, ah, oh, Mm. I have to stop. Like, you know, mm. you just want to keep moving. Yeah, you just yeah. need to keep moving because you're in so much pain. You're like, if I stop, I stop. I'm and uh, feel the pain you're more. tired. Yeah, it's, this is like 11 hours in. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. It's 1 exactly. a.m. Um, and yeah, I just can just imagine, you know, <sighs> the differences and, you know, yeah. how it would feel. And <sighs> yeah. Which yeah. I think is the second part. It's half a warrior. And then they do a third part where the, the instructors the dress up like. Yeah, the yeah, instructors yeah. dress up like uh, Iraqi <laughs> soldiers or something and they'll yeah. put on terrible fake. <laughs> accents and oh, so you do, do. But, well, there's a great uh sbs documentary um uh we uh, we were warriors or or search oh, for yeah, warriors yeah, or something yeah, yeah. oh I love yeah that show. so good so yeah, good yeah, um good. but there's a classic moment in there yeah. which oh man i've, I've yeah. gone back and watched this bit so many times there was like a, a sort of a cocky uh australian guy that was um going through the course and he was a bit of a jokester or whatever <laughs> and uh <laughs> the, the yeah the um the commanding officer had, you know, uh, like a turban thing. It was very badly dressed and putting on a terrible accent, you know. And um, the, the, the moment was that he would bring in somebody and get them to give give him a plan, like how they were going to attack a certain radio tower or something like mm. that. Then, you know, and then, you know, you'd, find, you'd get five minutes to figure out your plan and he'd come back and you'd tell him the plan or whatever. Anyway, um, this cocky guy has, has gone in and, uh, you know, the... I'm going to do the bad accent because he's like, oh, Australia, come here. You know, here, yeah. Okay, so this is the plan, right? Uh, we got the the uh, the uh, the map here and uh, the way here and this is the radio tower here. We go, when you want to, to attack this radio tower, right? Uh, I give you five minutes. You come back. You tell me the plan, okay? I um, remember this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. And then, <laughs> and then like, the guy's like, okay, yeah, cool. And then he comes back and the instructor comes back five minutes later. He's like, okay, Australia, uh, tell me the plan. And the guy's like, all right, so we're going to push up here. We're going to attack that area there. We're going to, um, you know, sort out this communication. We're going to take that out before they can send a message. Da, da, da. And this, the commanding officer, like, stares at the plan, stares at the guy for, like, a second, and the accent just disappears. And he's like, that is the worst plan I've ever heard. He's like, you didn't even ask me any questions. He goes, you didn't even ask me any details. You don't know. There's 5,000 men there. You're going to walk all your guys into an ambush. They're all dead. You just killed everyone in your crew. You <laughs> moron. Get out of here. Like, yeah. and it was like, oh, they pulled him Jesus. off. Did, did they pull him off? Uh, he got eliminated yeah. fairly recent, like yeah. fast yeah. after that. It wasn't yeah. immediately. but he didn't like, ask yeah. any questions. I yeah, because mm. that was yeah. the thing. It was like, okay, yeah, Australia, give me the plan. You know, you give me the plan. This is what we do. 
Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he was supposed to go, well, hang on, uh, what, what, what's the outlay, uh, you know? Yeah, but because yeah. of the way he framed it, yeah. it was like, no, you, you, you tell me a plan, you know? And yeah. it was like, no, you didn't ask the questions, dude. You don't know what yeah. you're walking into. And he's like, there's 5,000. You just killed everyone in your crew, mate. Like, yeah. And was there anything like that going on in SAS? Was there, is, were there any bad accents, uh, for instance? No, <laughs> no bad accents. I mean, aside from the entire group of DS. Um, that's what made me laugh, actually, even though they edited it's slightly different. Um, was their joking and their accents was were were absolutely awesome and so funny. <laughs> like Ant Ant saying, "Are you having a fucking ganguli?" Like that's exactly what he sounded like. He's like, "Can you keep the noise down? Are you having a fucking ganguli?" Like what? Who the wow. fuck says ganguli? Yeah, what is like that? that's gonna make me, laugh. <laughs> especially when it's Ant Middle's head. Yeah. Like, you know, I was just fucking laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm so sorry, guys. Apart from I Aunt need Middleton's to go. Uh, accent, yeah. I'm out. I'll be back. I need a bathroom break. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, that's all right. <laughs> We're talking for so long, jeez. And then I got to head to the gym. Yeah, oh, yeah. What's the time? Uh, it's getting late. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll, 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 just, we'll go back to that. I think. Yeah, that's cool. Mm, yeah, I've got to get going soon too. It's the year. It's the island boy. <laughs> oh man! This episode of the Daily Combat Podcast is brought to you by New Finish. New Finish is not a wax, but a space age polymer formula that looks better and lasts longer. Here's wow. proof: We took this weather-beaten old car and put it through a car wash fifty-two times, and look, the water yeah, still, still beads. beads. Wow! Somebody practiced that. That was very nice. <laughs> Did you like that? That was good. Yeah, it's like uh, welcome to the disclaimer. That's right, the disclaimer. This American apple pie institution, known as parental discretion, will cleanse any sense of innuendo or sarcasm from the lyrics, which might actually make you think, and will also <laughs> insult your intelligence at the same time. So, if it offends you, just don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever rented a video that wasn't quite right? Perhaps it was a fake <laughs> or a pirated copy. Yeah, that's pirated. Right. Well, it's something yeah, like pirated movies cost the Australian film industry billions. No, I don't think they had billions of dollars. Billions of Millions of dollars. Or Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. Yeah, that's right. And that's why we're stuck with Hugo Weaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold, yeah. Um Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I still remember a lot of the scripts and stuff from scenes and monologues and all the rest that I had to do. It just pops in your head every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you repeat Why something so often that? in your own mind. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. or you hear something, yeah. It's hard when, yeah, say... It becomes embedded. Yeah. I, I always prefer <coughs> when, say, you've got an acting job mm. and it's like, here's the audition. We want you to come in in an hour and do it. I always prefer that over mm. we want you to do it in three weeks mm. because then you're thinking about it nonstop for three weeks and it's like, oh, and you've done that scene a billion fucking times and like day and night and you, you, know, you can't stop thinking about it and then it's like that pressure that you're under the whole time leading up to it and it's by the time you actually get the like, for fuck's sake, I just want to do it and then walk away and forget this thing. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, it stays with you. Oh. Have you ever had to do an accent? Have you ever had to do it? Like oh, yeah. A, a, which which one? Uh, American. One? American, an American accent. accent. Yeah. Uh, it was a... Uh, it was a... Do you remember the lines? I do. Yeah. It was a, a play. A play called <laughs> he, uh, Superstar. It's very warm here in Adelaide right yeah, that's now. Right. So that's why he's, 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 he's not warming up. <laughs> no, uh, that's right. For, 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 uh, well, Seated Rose, uh, she. <laughs> it's not a lat activation exercise. That well, was, uh, you know, just making sure that we can 
continue yeah. to breathe. So I, yeah, it your, was your American uh, it was um, it was an American uh, North American specific North American accent. My my North American accent is very generalized. It's uh, it doesn't have any specific region because uh, I I try to just keep it like you know something where no one can go. Okay, that's definitely this. It's uh, I walked it's back Kansas. into the podcast. <laughs> Matt has turned into an American. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, do you have an accent? Uh, like for any of your activities? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like you've got a mixed martial arts accent. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I do. Because I tell you what. You know who I am? Well, I don't know either, but I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can punch. I can punch. I can wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I can run 70 well 70 run kilometers. walk I can run I walk can Mickey rock. I will Mickey rock you <laughs> I can run and walk uh, 70 uh, kilometers straight hello I my friend yeah but you've heard <laughs> where do I live Fra- French Foreign Legion Thoughts? I would love to join the French Foreign mm. Legion I have really? looked into it on multiple mm. occasions unfortunately not available for women I've also what? looked into other yeah, no forces oh. no women allowed there's um, not many options really no I didn't know that yeah because if yeah. you're in for five years, you get a uh, a new identity as a French citizen. Mm. Yeah. yeah, any identity. I do know like, a legionnaire. I'd, I'd become Jean Claude Van Damme. If okay. I could. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't speak Jean-Claude. French, but I can laugh in French. Oh, so oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So do, do you want to be? A, do you want to be a soldier now? Do do. Fromage. Fromage. That that's yeah. So do no you want comment. to be a soldier though? No comment. Uh, okay. No so, comment. but so it's maybe uh, maybe a, an ambition there. It's, it's something's been sparked there. I mm. feel I, in, in perhaps my, in, in deep down in my subcockle region. I I feel in what uh, my subcockles. <laughs> don't know subcockles. Don't go any oh, further. Um, <laughs> here from is around that the here. Uh, popcorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when when what's his name? Um, What's the the, the 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 guest that we had? Steve Ma- Maxwell. Maxwell. Oh, he said Steve some- Maxwell. When he said the the testicular massage. Oh my god! I, was mess- so, I know. Do you know how hard I was trying not to laugh? I was like. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But he says it so matter-of-factly, like, like you should expect yeah. to hear those words he together. He said it naturally. Yeah, yeah very naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a meditation and, you know, the sunrise. you got to do the meditation and, and yeah. the testicular massage yeah. straight after. And you were, you were nodding like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, I was... Well, oh, I do it. Oh, I do it. That's oh, don't leave me alone. Don't Stop. Rory was laughing. I've got to talk about something else right now. Let's go back to SIS or I'm leaving. There's a specific brush for it so oh like, god so, so Steve, Steve recommends just stop this, I'm gonna vomit this implementation I'm gonna fucking vomit it's a it's a horse fuck this I got to go my it's fucking cla- my fucking la- horse my, hair brush my bed my bed linen is in the washing machine and it's not gonna have time to uh, well, well let's wrap you this up you haven't answered the question uh, the, the so, uh, soldier she, question she doesn't no comment oh. she, she w- no comment because uh, I would I would have guessed a secret agent I'll, I'll um, so uh, we yeah. can read into that whatever we want there's a reason you never know where Izzy is finally someone finally yeah hang on what I will say Mm. What I will say is through my experiences in the last 12 months, it's yeah. come to my attention what strengths and skill sets I have. Yeah, pull-ups. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can do pull-ups and I'm, uh, I'm happy with my ability to train at those. Um, and I would love to be in a career where I'm serving a greater purpose mm-hmm. with good camaraderie, uh, a family, mm-hmm. uh, a sense of family there. 
um, that where I can utilize those those strengths and those skill sets. So I can't wait for that to happen. And when it does, um, and for when I'm able to talk about it, that's mm-hmm. going to be great. Well, Izzy, I actually thought as you were saying those words, you were referring to the Daily Combat <laughs> podcast. But, um, I thought Cole's supermarket. <laughs> it's always good to be part of a team. Well, actually, um, funny you say that. <laughs> funny you say that. Um, yes. So Shout out to all the essential workers. Can I go yeah. back to my pull-up story now sure. before I head off? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> you were doing pull-ups. You're Sarah Connor. The, I don't the, know how the you're going to cut the this. beam. You got yeah. the beam. Right, all right. Let oh, me just wrap yeah. this up real quick. So, yes. Okay. So you made me bloody scene. tell you the whole Mark Wahlberg story. <laughs> the whole okay, thing. We digress down. Mark Wahlberg. Living is a day. Twenty-four day. Tell us about Mark Wahlberg. So Mark Wahlberg. We got through day in the life of Mark Wahlberg. You're at a. You're 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 smashed. You're on top of a table. There's a there's a there's a parallel beam that's got maybe uh let's say loose wood uh uh, fragments that may (laughs) permeate the skin if indeed (laughs) gripped incorrectly you're looking at this bath yeah yeah. i wish we could have like i wish we could have a dramatization in the background of this (laughs) if this was channel 7 in 1987 it'd be really bad reenactment yeah Yeah. reenactment i love that and it'd be like a a slightly less attractive version of yourself (laughs) in a jumpsuit that's very ill-fitting because it came out of a wardrobe from like you know home and away or something like that and then uh yeah and so and then something horrible would happen there'd be a scream in the background Mm. you wouldn't be quite sure what happened Mm. so but you you jump you so go go for it you're in a jumpsuit so you jumped <laughs> Onto the bed. So I jumped. I jumped. Yeah, you jumped. I don't feel like we're going to have the suspenseful music. Mm. So I jumped. Can always be edited. I jumped from the table to the beam. Mm. Now the beam. <laughs> now the beam. To me and my friend mm. looks just like it's at the back of this building. Sturdy. It's, yeah, but it, yeah, very sturdy. Mm. Now it's at the back of a building, mm. right? Anyway, so I go. Is it to holding anything up? <laughs> I'm fucking setting a timer for this. <laughs> um. So there is uh, – I go to do a pull-up. Uh-huh. I do my first pull-up. I'm like, great. And I do my second pull-up. do my third pull-up. I don't know how many pull-ups I did, multiple. What can I say? Anyway, then the I'm here. The crowd's chanting 18, <laughs> 19. That's exactly what happened. Mm. Oh, really? A huge crowd started going, oh. little did I know <gasps> that what I was doing, the pull-up, was in front of a giant – uh, dark mirror. So for me, it was mirror, oh. but on the other side was the building with about a hundred Adelaide people wow. sitting on like huge those like Hogwarts style <laughs> tables drinking, and I was at the very end, like this window here, the internet So they were all Everybody, like cheering. Oh, the entertainment's here, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And the girls here, yeah. And what happened was someone who was inside could be a world record <laughs> took a video and. Oh. Took photos. Now that's that went on shit Adelaide Instagram page. Wow. Then get this: the ABC, the ABC News yeah. found a photo of me doing a pull-up taken from that view. So you've got like half the crowd there watching me, and you've got my friend filming me. Yeah. Wow! And <laughs> they used that photo in this article about drunk and disorderly behaviour. <laughs> 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 And the caption wow. was the caption. <laughs> the caption goes, "A woman does pull-ups." <laughs> yeah, 
a woman doing pull-ups. How dare you? <laughs> that was the caption. A woman does all a woman doing pull-ups. She and must I was be like, drunk. I was yeah. like, whoa, whoa. A woman, a woman whoa. doing a pull-up. Whoa. Obviously under the influence. Yeah, yeah. shut it down. Yes. Shut that down. And that was like, very it's like ladylike. Yeah, it's like what is she, Sarah Connor? <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's, it's, so. This is next to a man like urinating in public. Is right. me doing a pull up yeah. on a bar, and I ca- can't Disorderly, see yeah. the similarity in those disordering. two activities. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, that I, was my first pull up story. I did deal with. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm. I loved it. Is it still on shit Adelaide or is that I'm not sure. No. I blocked them. Oh, did you? <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> How dare they insult How me like they? that? How dare they? Yeah. Dare they they come into my land. That's right. Fuck them up with Putin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, do you do an accent, Dave, at all? I, I do all the accents. All of them. Mm. All at once. Well, sometimes all in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> have you you've done have you done any sort of film and TV work where none? It's, none. Okay, but mm. yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'll just end that sentence. But you've done a lot of your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I had my own army, and so I did my own <laughs> SAS in, in, entrance. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was smoke. Really good. It was a fog machine. <laughs> it was no, a remote control helicopter. The hardest thing you did on SAS? The hardest thing I did was, and it is a shame that they didn't show it because it was something I'm so proud of, um, and that was the casualty evacuation drill. Mm. And I spent a great deal of time carrying the stretcher Mm. because we had uh, one of our teammates, he's very fit, you know, could outrun me easily. Like, you know, was definitely one of the fittest in terms of cardiovascular. Um, could run for miles, had legs on him, uh, but he didn't have grip strength. Mm. Um, everyone had strength and weaknesses. And I think, you know, the thing is to me, like the whole thing was working as a team and, you know, and, and you know, and, and balancing out their strengths and weaknesses, which is what I do like about mm. um, team sports in comparison to the individual ones I've done. And... Um, so unfortunately in this task there were four of us and yep and we had to carry one person on the stretcher. Now uh so one of my teammates uh didn't have much grip strength so he couldn't he just physically couldn't but he gave it he definitely gave it his best mm-hmm. but he couldn't hold it much. And uh my other teammate was uh 44 and he and he admits himself he wasn't in shape and he wasn't ready. So he didn't have the cardiovascular and he couldn't hold on mm. for that long. Yeah. So I had, I do have grip strength. I do have strength and endurance. And yeah, mm. and I, I was holding men like I was, I was with big guys like this guy who's you know just forty four, he's big guy, you know. And Luke is an ex, uh, I think yeah, he was drafted ex AFL player, mm. big guy. Um, and even you know Mitch would probably be you know he's a, he's a guy who's like you know taller than me, six foot something, you know, mm. and um. For all of us as a joint team as well, we were pushed to our absolute limit. But I was absolutely – I just I was destroyed and I absolutely destroyed myself carrying. And it was – I think it may be hard for some people to appreciate this not being there and also not having done everything else in the previous days. But at that point, um, that would have been my breaking point. Mm. I was physically and mentally fatigued to the point that – when I, I just remember at one point I was carrying towards the end, I was carrying Luke. I think I was carrying him with 
Mitch or maybe Gary. I think it was probably Gary. Gary, Gary, the 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 forty four year old. He was, you know, um, able to hold a bit more, and uh, so he was behind me. And in my head, I was saying to myself, my inner dialogue was, "Luke is dead. Mm-hmm. You've got to carry him to the end. He is dying. Mm-hmm. He is dead. Just keep going. Just keep going." I think it was, yeah. Eventually, it was like he's dead, and I felt that he was dead. My mind was telling me that he was dead because I'm in that fatigue state. You mm-hmm. believe it. Mm. And also the, chi- the the instructor that we had, we had Billy, and Billy was yelling. You know, they make you feel like you like it's real. Mm. So I felt in my head that my teammate is dead, and mm. also I had a great friendship on the on the show, and I still have a great friendship with with well, with everyone. But mm. like with Luke, I felt very close to him on the course, and um and I felt like he was dead, and that was yeah, that was fucked. Mm. That was absolutely fucked, and um. When we finished that, I was really, really cold. I was freezing. I was begging everyone for their jackets. Everyone else was boiling. In the footage, the first time I saw myself back, they only showed two seconds of my face and I am covered in sweat. Mm, Uh, Everyone was saying, you need to see the, the paramedic. You need to see the paramedic. And I'm like, last like, nah, like, you know, I don't know what's going on. There was a funny interaction with Ant after that where he was, like, encouraging me to get help, you know. Mm. I did end up seeing them and they said it was shock. Mm. So it was pretty much shock. Wow. I, went, I went into shock and I believe the reason I went into shock was believing I was carrying a dead friend. Like, imagine yeah. right now that you, that you think you're carrying dead Dave or you think you're carrying dead Matt. Mm. And you really – but you, it's not just you saying that. You really believe it. And mm. I really, really, truly believed it. And, um, yeah, I can see it in my face. So they showed it really brief interaction after that bit and it was Mitch saying like oh sorry guys like I, d- I just um you know I I couldn't like I did the best I could I, I sucked at that I'm really sorry mm. and I and I look at him and it just it's just my face you know I'm like covered in coal I'm covered in sweat and I look I, I look destroyed you can just see it and I say to him Oh, don't worry, Mitch. I know you did your best, but just the way I said it, like it's just like mm-hmm. I'm like, don't worry, mate. I know you did your best. Mm-hmm. And, like, and what got me, like, and I am grateful in a way that they didn't show you that bit after that because I was, I was, that was, that's probably the most destroyed. You know, even after anything else, like even after a seventy k, I haven't been mentally that destroyed because it made me feel. That's what my family went through, talking about, like, what, you know, the Europeans, what uh, Jordan said, I was about to call him Geordie, I don't even know if he goes by that nickname, but what Geordie was saying <laughs> Maybe you before, will now. Yeah, we call him Geordie, I like that. Geordie mm. uh, was saying before, like, you know, um, you know, Europeans did go through that. My family did go through mm. that. Mm. And that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about my grandma. I was thinking about my, you know, my nono, and I didn't get much time. I didn't get, you know, any time with, with some of my family members, and I wish mm. I had. Um, and but I always believe they're watching me. I always believe they're there for sure, and they were definitely there when I was doing SAS. They'd be proud of you. Oh, as well. thank you, thank you. And and when I did that, I was uh, after that. I was just thinking about them. I was just thinking like, fuck. Yeah, I was. I was like, even going back to that moment of sitting in that in that car, I was like, gone. Like I just can't even explain. Like I've been. You know, I've been to hospital, you know, like plenty of times, you know, I've been physically, you know, ill, mm. but nothing was like that. Mm. I don't think anything is like that. They really, like, if I bring myself back to that moment, that was complete gone. Mm. And, um, yeah, like, yeah, so sorry, that, but that, but that, that was, that was the absolute hardest thing. That was the hardest thing of SAS, I'll say, was, was, was that, 
Yeah. And that night, I remember thinking to myself, you know, if we have another beasting tonight, how am I going to do it? There was never a moment when I thought I'm going to quit. Yep. That wasn't an option. That was just, it's not an option. Um, but I remember thinking, how am I going to get through? Like, how am I going to do it? I was thinking about all the, like, obviously all my close ones, thinking about the people who were up there watching me. Uh, and and luckily for me, that night there was no beasting because, you know, uh, my team, one of my teammates was just so dead, they, they left in the middle of the night. And because of that, they didn't have to eliminate someone. So, ah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, so luckily for me, I, I do wonder, you know, how would I have gone, but, you know, I still had to do the things, you know, everything else. And then I was one hour away from, from it at the end. And, um, yeah, I think that that would – yeah, sorry, that, that's a long answer. But, that's um, fine, that's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say that that was the hardest thing. And it, I think what made it hard was obviously the physical toll of carrying – like knowing like it was, you know, carrying guys like, you know, like mm. you guys, you know. Mm. I can carry you. I now know. Thank you know, God. Yeah. yeah, you know if you, you yeah. could come in handy. If Absolutely, there's a war right now. <laughs> yeah, you're cool. wounded. I've you got and I you. are right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank I've God got you. Frizzy. But I would never have thought. I would never have thought I could carry guys. Mm-hmm. That was something that stopped me. Like when I was younger and interested in in the army mm. and interested in the military. When I was straight out of school, um, I was actually medically unfit because of a green stick fracture from running yeah. uh, from a. Again, from running too far and overtraining with no coach and all that before Doesn't I knew. Doesn't sound like know. you. Yeah. Does not sound <laughs> like me at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely something I I was concerned about. And even like females in the in the military is a really interesting thing, and mm. in the, especially with the army and all that and, and different cultures, very interesting how they approach it. Mm. But I I had limitations on myself that that weren't weren't they're not my limits. Yeah, I'm not. That's not a limit. Yeah. You know, I know that was a limit I thought I had, you know. So, so good. What a great yeah. lesson for anybody that's um, wondering whether or not they've pushed themselves before and, and where, where their limits might lie. It seems to be that they're always beyond where perhaps you might yeah. presuppose. Oh, fuck, yeah, they are. Mm. Absolutely everyone. I wish everyone would. I think that's, that's, that's such a thing even. Like, I wish everyone had that opportunity and and would do that because – I mean, life is so short. Mm. We do not know when we're going to go. We've got no idea how mm. much time we have. Like, I feel like I'm on borrowed time, you know, so mm. I'm always like everything I do, I've got to do it. Yeah. Um, and who knows Who knows where our, where our limits are. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. And I would encourage everyone to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. We've never found that that uh, rock bottom moment without that experience. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. And also like it's very spiritual as well. I think it's a very spiritual thing and I think uh um someone uh, again something that's come across in my reading or something was talking about different intelligence and they actually now consider spiritual intelligence as a thing and being in mm. touch with kind of like whether it's spiritual or religion and all that and I mm. think when you're absolutely to that level destroyed. Mm. Yeah, and that's what they do. I mean, it's interesting because most militaries worldwide have this thing mm. where to build a recruit, they, they destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Usually they don't destroy them to that extent. Mm. Um, and, you know, and some militaries might be softer than others. But it's interesting because my belief would be that is a good way to build someone up. Mm. But, you know, obviously, you know, there's lots of research into trauma and, you know, uh, what is it, full metal jacket. Like, you know, you mm. don't want to break people down in that way. Mm. I think you want to break people down in a way that you've pushed them past their limits. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings the strength. Because you say to yeah. yourself, 
whoa, I just did that. Like my teammate Kelly, when we climbed into a helicopter and we're both like, how did we survive that? Yeah. You know, like um, that's what builds your strength as opposed to, you know, crushing you in a way that's like, you know, phys- you know, spiritually being like, you know, you know mm. putting someone down. That's not the right way to do it in the military. It's to, mm. I'd say it's to push their limits and that's mm. the way to do Your greatest growth is on the other side of your discomfort. And uh, yeah. and that may be just a wonderful way to end today's podcast, I think. So um, thank you uh, to both of you. I don't know why I'm thinking you actually. <laughs> well, thank me. You're kind of meant to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I sat here. Well, I'm going to get the, the official gavel. Are we going to call it away? Gavel. Ladies and um, gentlemen, this is the formal, the official ending of the of today's podcast. So thanks so much for joining us. Um, any uh, any sponsors you want to mention uh, before um, we go away? Well, is no, I'd like to mention my dream sponsors. <laughs> Never mind. How about the watch people? Hates, hates Sunto. Sunto. Awesome sponsor. Shout out Thank to Sunto. You. Sunto are awesome. They are. Uh, we know that it works for at least uh, how many hours 70Ks. did you run? 70 Ks. Yeah. So we, yeah. works 12 and, hours. Uh, 12 real, hours. Real Estate Agents Group. We have to mention them. They're oh, they, they, they sell houses. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. You can do some auctions and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, if over a hundred years of uh, experience between, combined. Uh, we combined, and that's just between <laughs> me and one other guy. Um, just amazing. Uh, uh, water sponsors. Do we have a water sponsor? This uh, week. No, no. Uh, yeah. do, uh, Scott sponsor for yeah. this episode. Do you want to was, break that uh, uh, Glenn Dronick. <laughs> Glenn Dronick. Um, if you can pronounce it, mm. you can drink it. That's right. Mm. <laughs> and um, and uh, to uh, anything else? We got anything else? No. Um, thank you, Channel Seven, because without you, we'd have no content for yeah. today's podcast. There you go. So, thank you very much to everybody for joining us once again on the Daily Combat Podcast. We'll look forward to bringing you more next time. You've been listening to the Daily Combat Podcast. Special thanks also go out to our main sponsor, Real Estate Agents Group. This company is growing to become one of South Australia's largest independent real estate groups. With their board of directors with over 100 years of collective real estate industry experience, Real is for real people by real people. Check them out on Facebook under Real Estate Agents Group or visit their website urbanandruralsales.com.au The Daily Combat Podcast is proudly brought to you by Dave Stockbridge, Isabella Rossitano and Hollywood Matt Connolly. Make sure to give us a five-star review as this helps us to continue to promote combat sports in Australia and around the world. You can find out more information about the podcast at dailycombatnews.com You can also follow us on all social media platforms with full video episodes available on YouTube. Just search The Daily Combat Podcast. Thank you again for listening from all of us here at The Daily Combat Podcast team.